What's up guys, welcome back to the 11th episode of The Coffee Show. My name is Mike, I got Eric with me. Coming to you from a Friday this time, it's not Thursday, thank God. Oh yeah, yeah, we didn't do this yesterday because uh, yesterday was kind of hectic. We had a burner here for a few hours, thanks to everybody for coming out. We're still recovering a little bit. Call it burn day from here on out. It was a long night and day. Yeah, it was a very long day. A lot of people. Yeah. Lots of CBD flour. Yeah, we smoked a lot of CBD flour. Uh, everybody enjoyed that. Um, what were we supposed to remind them about? Oh, the Best of Omaha. Best of Omaha. And then podcasts are finally available on Apple as well, so you don't have to download anything special if you're using an Apple product. You can subscribe, and it'll tell you every week as soon as we upload that it's there and it's ready to listen to. Blam. <clears throat> Apple news from Eric. Right. Um, you do the Android stuff. I don't understand. Right. It's already there. I don't know her. Um, yeah, so November 15th, is that 6 to 9 p.m.? Yep. At Beercade in Benson. Uh, we'll have a party in the basement and get there early. We'll have uh, free drinks going for a while, and then you guys can always buy whatever from the bar after that. Uh, free access to games, and uh, we'll have some... They get either pizza or I kind of want Mexican food. Change it up a little bit. We always do pizza. Yeah. So. Shit, then, I might go for some Mexican food. Right. I'll be there for that. Oh, so now Eric's going to come because we have Mexican food. Um, and then we'll also have uh, coffee cupcakes and a cake, I'm pretty sure. Cupcakes for sure, probably a cake. I gotta double check. I don't remember. Cupcakes went really fast yesterday. They always do. Every time. Yeah. We need to... It seems like sometimes we order way too many and then they're here for a few days and then sometimes we just don't order enough, but... Shit, I think the last time we had them extra was that to be your birthday like two years ago. Ever since then, yeah. the things are gone in an hour. Probably. Just, uh, we'll try to tag our cake maker below and convince her to open a business so we can have her cupcakes and cakes all the time. Right, we want to sell her cupcakes in here. God, that'd be tight. Oh, we should make her do some CBD cupcakes one of these days. As soon as the FDA gets on it, of course. Right. Alright, so moving into the stuff that we're supposed to be doing. So this is an article from uh, Fox. They're saying that more Americans are searching CBD than uh, other alternative health or health alternatives. So a new study of Google searches finds that consumers are researching CBD more than other forms of health alternatives and products. They then compare the searches to other topics such as acupuncture, apple cider vinegar, exercise, marijuana, diet, vaccination, and veganism. It kind of surprises, well, halfway surprises me, I guess, that CBD is getting more searches than marijuana, but I guess people already feel like they know a lot about marijuana. Obviously, they don't, but um, CBD is more, I guess, widely accepted and it's in the news like crazy yeah. now. You see an article a day. And then the older people too that I think right. that will always have that stigmatism or is it stigma? What's the word? I don't know. But they just are so yeah, scared. Stigmatism is in your eye, buddy. Is it stigma? <laughs> I think it's stigma. Yeah, it's Something stigma. like that. It's a stupid word. They're the same word. But they're always so scared of like being high from it. So right. I think that probably helps a lot too because they get the benefits without without the good part that most people like they actually have an option to try something right almost a holistic approach 
Yeah, so they say that uh, CBD searches remain stable until about 2017, and then they increase by over 125%. And the searches have, have continued to rise and are expected to grow by 117% in 2019 compared to searches in 2018. So it's just getting more and more traffic. Yeah, that's a big jump. I saw the, what was it the other day, someone on Instagram, but he said that Colorado could actually recommend marijuana and CBD for pain finally, which I didn't really get, but I think it was more they wouldn't offer marijuana as an alternative to like opioids until recently that I finally figured it out. Because yeah, they say that you can, you can use marijuana, you can use CBD, they're, they're going to help you, but we're still going to write you this prescription for tramadol, gabapentin, whatever else. Now there's doctors that are just saying... You can just go buy a joint, go smoke a joint, you'll be fine. And much better off than you will be with those shitty pain pills. Exactly. Uh, moving on, this is from Hemp Industry Daily. So, uh, Coors has now set a date for CBD beverages in Canada. So, beer giant Molson Coors has set a December date to roll out a line of CBD infused beverages in Canada with partner Hexocorp. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. CBD and uh, THC is on their schedule. There's no date, but I think that Canada probably has, you know, a little more punctuality with figuring out. I don't know what their version of the FDA is, if it would still be considered, but. Yeah, they have to have some sort of Food and Drug Administration. Somebody figured it out to say that, yeah, you can add it to a drink and then, you know, have that as an option. I think in, in the States, stateside, it'll probably be a while. Well, I don't know. We keep seeing uh, these senators getting on the FDA's back about trying to rush through these CBD details. I'd hate to be working at the FDA right now. They're getting shit on by everybody. They're like, okay, everybody, screw fentanyl. Now we're worried about CBD. Right. Were they ever worried about fentanyl? Uh, The the one they weren't making money off of, yeah. (laughs) They're worried about that unregulated fentanyl that's coming from overseas. No China fentanyl. You need to buy our shit. Right. As long as they're getting that tax, that's all they care about. They're like the cartel, like, yeah, you can you can sell some shit, but you only sell that shit from us. Yeah, right. As long as we take our cut, it's good to go. But if you're outsourcing, nah, that's a no for me. So, uh, yeah, they go on to say, like you said, they're doing CBD and THC. Uh, their distribution announcement comes just after uh, Anheuser-Busch is uh, talking about launching one uh, CBD only as well in Canada. So anybody that listens in Canada, hopefully, uh, sneak us a couple cans in the mail. <laughs> Send it. You know where to find us. Address link below. I, I can't. I'm barred from Canada for life, so I won't be able to go and try it myself. But you want to overnight it? I'll pay for shipping. Canadian beer. Never had Canadian beer. I don't even know if it's if it's actual beer or not. The way they make it sound is that they are the one that processing it, and then another company. I think it's going to be a water. Because they never said it's an alcohol. They're calling it goji and grapefruit. That's oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that. maybe they're doing that. What's the new hippie beer called? Like the seltzer? Oh, stuff? yeah. Like a uh, White Claw and stuff. Got a White Claw with CBD. That would be lit. All right. Uh, moving on here. We have an article from... This is Hemp Industry Daily as well. Uh, a CBD producer out of Kentucky is suing an Oregon uh, seed supplier for $44 million. So this Kentucky-based company filed a $44 million lawsuit 
against an Oregon hemp seed company claiming that the seeds that they supplied them were bogus and contributed to ruin the company's 2019 crop. That's a lot of goddamn money. $44 million. That's a good chunk of change. That couldn't just be the seeds. That's got to be what their expected profit would be from what they would actually harvest for the year. Right, because they actually mentioned what they were paying for the seeds, and basically they had a, a contract written up, so they paid for a set amount up front, and then the seed company got profit on the back end after the crop was harvested. So... What it sounds like to me is the company in Oregon <clears throat> got cheated by somebody and was unknowingly selling seeds that weren't feminized because the company in Oregon doesn't have anything to gain. I mean, yeah, they, I guess they got a short-term profit, but they, they didn't get the whole um, payment until the crop was done. Yeah. So why would they want to you know, purposely sabotage it? Yeah, and think of like you know the money that those farms put out as far as like planting it, growing it, watering it, having people check on it, just to yeah, to, just grow to see them grow up and realize that they got dicks and they can't use them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like we we're always seeing snake oil. There's always going to be that snake oil on the market. And that's what they did. I don't know how they thought. You know, unless they generally didn't know, but I don't know how they they thought that they wouldn't get away with it if they did. Like, obviously, when it grows and there's nothing to show for it what are you going to do then what's your plan yep for sure uh moving on we have uh an article from WTBA uh apparently some some uh state health and law enforcement officials are discouraging people from using CBD products this, I mean, I, I so there's one quote in here that says, we have no idea what ingredients or amount are in these products, and without proper labeling, you do not know what you are consuming, and that is, are consuming, and that is dangerous. So, that part of it makes sense, but then they go on talking about, like, uh, the vape crisis and stuff like that, it's like... There's no correlation. Yeah, stop, stop lumping these products together and, like, educate yourselves. And that's just an ignorant statement to make, because, I mean, that's like defamation. You can't just say... All CBD is bad because that's that's just not true. I mean, you have no facts to back up the fact. Yeah, I mean, we'll never deny it. There's shit CBD. There's trash everywhere. But that's the same, you know, with anything. There's going to be good things and there's going to be shitty things on the market. The blanket statement of saying, well, it's all bad. It all sucks. You know, that's going to hurt small business owners. Anybody in Kentucky that wants to manufacture CBD... Your education sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, read a book, pick up a book, Google. Clearly, everybody else in the world is Googling CBD and trying to figure things out. Hop on Google and spend 20 minutes reading it. Because, you know, there are, like I said, there's those companies that, yeah, it's trash. You're going to, you don't know what you're going to get. Labeling sucks. They have false claims for what they'll do. But at the same time, there are, are companies that have spent a lot of money, a lot of time making good quality products that, you know, they hope someday we'll be able to say, yeah, this is going to help and this is going to work for whatever, just to say, well, be scared of it all. Right. Be scared of Advil. Be scared of cheap alcohol. Right. Like, uh, who was it? Uh, Johnson & Johnson a few weeks ago, or like last week. Yeah. Uh, baby powder contaminated with, uh... Asbestos. Yeah, it's like this giant company that everybody just un uh, unwittingly trusts. And who the fuck thinks to think like your your baby powder could kill you? That, like, right? Would never cross your mind. But I don't hear them in Kentucky telling you not to use baby powder anymore. Yeah. Mississippi. 
Oh yeah, Mississippi. Stop grouping these poor states together. Yeah, they're all the same. The Bible, the Bible Belt, and that's what they're all called now. The Bible Belt. I'm not sure if they're in the Bible Belt. I'm not. I'm not hip. Well, I'll just make it a generalized zone. <laughs> that part of the United States needs to get fucking with it. Alright, and our last article here is uh, from the LA Times, and, you know, this is a good question. You know, we've talked about traveling with CBD across state lines, and we've seen that in states like Idaho, it's not a good idea. So, they're asking, uh, can you carry CBD on a plane across state lines? And, you know, legally you can, but it, what it really comes down to is where you're landing at. Because yeah. some of these states, uh, like Idaho, you're going to run into problems. So then the TSA's obligation would be to report it to whatever local law enforcement agency there. And then you're going to get stopped on that end. So what they do say is you want to make sure that you got good, clear uh, labels that they can read and see that there's less than 0.3% THC on it. Because I guess that's really all they're going off of. I still wouldn't encourage anybody to just like throw some CBD flour in their carry-on because they're definitely going to have have some problems with that one. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a gray area, especially with flour becoming more and more available everywhere, as well as the quality. It seems constantly being increasing. Sometimes you can't tell one from the other. No, yeah, just looking at them. Yeah, yeah. even like the smells there, the looks there, it's just not worth it. That's why, I mean, even like when we sell anything here, I'm like, leave it in its packaging. Don't go put it in a random, in a Ziploc bag. This will get yourself in trouble. Right. Leave it in a jar and be honest about what it is. Because, yep. you know, you never know. And obviously anyone knows it's going to be different encounters with different people. I think that, you know, if you're honest and respectful, then you'll have a better better odds than just, you know, being a dick about it. Right, and that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to when dealing with law enforcement in any sense. Like, yeah, everybody's pissed off. Nobody wants to deal with them. But, you know, if you just keep it cordial with them, 90% of the time they keep it cordial with you. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand that they got a high-stress job, too, and they have to segment that so they could go from, you know, dealing with some crazy crackhead and they're, you know, stressed out about it as well. And then they got to deal with your, you know, simple speeding ticket or improper lane change or some shit. And then you flip out on them, so they're just taking out their aggression from the previous encounter on you now yeah and i'm sure they don't they don't make enough they're probably overworked it right. seems like it's constantly a problem you know here in omaha there's never they're just trying to get home to beat their wives yeah <laughs> <laughs> only on saturdays when the huskers lose mike it's not every day it's just on husker days see that 18 percent spike right all right guys that's all we got this week we'll catch you guys again next week thank you